I'm Alex. And I'm Joe. And this is Nostalgia Junkies. Hey, retro lovers. Welcome to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast, where we talk all about pop culture, retro toy collecting, and nostalgia. And now, here are your hosts, Alex and Brandon. So uh, today, Joe and I are going to be talking about Marvel animation and the evolution of just how it kind of went from when we were kids to what we're seeing now in Marvel animation. I think it's a little different now because we're not really on the Disney Channel anymore. No, I don't not even, at all. I don't know. Is there, is there really even a Disney Channel still? For Marvel? Like in general. Like, nah, they monetize that, dude. Yeah, because I feel like it's all, it's all Disney Plus now. Yep, Disney Plus, you know. They're making money off it regardless, even if it's not in theaters, you know? Yeah, it's just, it's like, it's just interesting because it's like, I mean, I, I loved all the Marvel shows growing up. Like, you know, everything from like the stuff before we were born to the stuff now. It's just, it's really interesting to like think about how far we've come. Yeah, like we had comics back in the day, coloring books. That's how I got into it, you know, coloring books. But gosh, it's, it's wild just how big of a universe they have now. Like it, it's, it's insane. It's like how saturated the market is with the stuff too. Cause it's like, you know, like, yeah, we, we had, we had the coloring books. We mm-hmm. had like, you know, the McDonald's toys, but I feel like a lot of the Marvel stuff that we had, it was far and few between. It wasn't like it was always yep. there. Like there was like maybe one Marvel coloring book and it was either Spider-Man. Captain or America. I, I really, I don't remember Captain America being that big as a kid. I remember it being big around like the holiday times, like around, okay. um, I don't know why, but I think it was Christmas time. Maybe it was like Pearl Harbor or something. I have no okay. idea. Like, I remember there being Captain Marvel stuff. I remember Captain Marvel more being a guest character, but never being a centralized character. Oh, no, no, Captain America. Captain America. What am I saying? Captain Marvel? Marvel. I meant Captain America. I'm an idiot. But, <laughs> you know, like, I mean, I it's funny because, like, I, like, so let, let's talk about some of these shows. Because, like, right in the beginning, you know, there was, there was, there was the Spider-Man 1980s cartoon. Yep. And then that was really popular. The animation was, like, interesting, but it was there. And it had some good storylines. And I think overall, I had some great morals as kids. Like, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. how to treat friends, dilemmas you're going through, how to talk it out. It was basically Static Shock. For, like, it had the same premise as Static Shock. Well, ex- especially with the, with those shows back in the day, like especially in the 80s, you think about like G.I. Joe, Transformers, Motu. Mm-hmm. Like, all those shows had to have some sort of moral. Like, you know, whenever yep. G.I. Joe would like blow up one of Cobra's planes, you had to show them like, Okay, they have a parachute. They're not going to die. Like, Masters of the Universe literally had to go at the end of the episode and say, okay, and here's what we talked about today. This is what we learned. Because that was the only way the the networks with they had to have a child psychologist on staff to, like, point out the moral lesson of these shows. And Marvel was not, you know, exempt from that. So the Spider-Man shows had to show some kind of moral. See, I didn't even know they had a psychologist, like, on staff. Oh, there. yeah. I never even knew that. Yeah, we were watching this um, documentary. I think it's the uh, Power of Grace Goal, and they, they mentioned it. And I'm like, Yo, where can I get that job? Like, I'm I'm getting my doctorate in education. Like, get, hire me for some network and talk about cartoons all day. <laughs> like, that'd be perfect for me. The fact that that's a job, dude. Right. The fact that you go on to like TV shows and Cartoon Networks, and you're just like, Hey, you know, just making sure you know, we're making sure we're not doing things stupid. Mm-hmm. You know, hey, let's talk about the kids stuff like that. You're getting paid from like Disney or well, well now it would be Disney, but I know like I I don't know if they still have them on staff though. Like that was a big thing in the '80s just to like get those cartoons approved. But you know I'm thinking about the shows that we grew up with, like Static Shock for example. Like yes, it had great morals, but they were allowed to show like you know Virgil electrocuting somebody. 
But if you yeah. think back to some like the old Batman cartoons, they couldn't show the punch. They show Batman yep. throwing the punch. They show the word pow, or they would show Batman throwing the punch, and then the, and then the flying, reaction. Yep, yeah, flying they, off, off they, screen, they didn't on their back. Yeah, they never actually showed the violence. Yeah, it was all implied. And I definitely noticed that when I was watching stuff during quarantine, mm-hmm. watching the old Batman and stuff like that. I'm like, yo, this man does not. This man don't hit. I know he <laughs> he throws, but he never lands a punch. Never lands a kick. You never see it. The batarang, maybe if you're lucky. The batarang, I feel like. It would swoop by them, and then they would react to it. I, I don't think I've ever seen the battering. Or it would hit whatever they had in their hand out of their hands, but it never hit them. Yeah, it would always hit the gun. It would always hit, hit the, like gun the gun or the, the bat. The bat or the crowbar or something like that. Harley Quinn's mallet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it never hit them. So while we're on this little topic mm-hmm. of you know Batman, I'm going to try and steer towards a little DC. Mm-hmm. So you know how Batman's been throwing that thing, and that thing for some reason can knock any object out of people's hands? Yep. Could you imagine what would happen if you gave him like Captain America's shield and he just like tossed that thing? I was just thinking about that. Like, <laughs> so I wonder. Aggressive. I wonder if someone's like compared the like. I know they're, they're cartoon things, but has someone compared the physics of Batman's Batarang versus Captain America's shield? I think it'd be a great fight, though. Like, yeah. regardless if like they you have them swap objects for like you know, mm-hmm. maybe like a comic series, like you know it, they're. Like I'm wondering if if Batman threw the battering and Captain America threw the shield and they both hit each other, would because I mean that battering like it it is like you know what six inches big and can knock down everything, can take take a it takes missiles down. Mm. How? Plot armor. Exactly. That's what I'm like wondering. Like so, if Captain America threw through the the shield, would it just bounce off and come back to him? Would it then start to wobble? Like it's supposed to absorb all the vibrational qualities. But it's Batman's battering, and that's the catch. See, I think the problem is if you had it, if you were putting both weapons against each other, mm-hmm. <coughs> I think easily you're gonna have to give it to whoever has a shield because that's vibranium. Like, yeah, unless it's it's on the Batman show or Batman comic, then Batman has to win because plot yeah, armor, plot armor, yeah. exists. You gotta keep that in mind. While, while we're on a tangent, there's something I, I wanted to tell you. I don't know if you saw it, but are are you a fan of Avatar: The Last Airbender at all? Yes, I watched the cartoons as a kid, and then I watched that the the, the, the Airbender or the Last Airbender. The what? You know that movie? There's a movie. They. Uh, oh, you mean you mean the, the, the thing the that M, M Night Shyamalan? Uh, M Night Shyamalan, yeah. Shyamalan Ding Dong. Yeah, but he flop, he tried man. to do. Oh, yeah, and dude, I I hate, I I don't I don't believe that movie exists. I I kind of try to not think about it. Yeah, no one ever. That's nightmare fuel. Exists. But do you know who voiced the Cabbage Merchant? By the way, you sent me the um. Yeah, I sent it the to link. You. I remember? don't. I don't remember the exact person. So the name we're gonna get it right this time because we got it wrong. James C. I recognize his voice from other work. I don't remember. He played Jackie Chan in Jackie Chan Adventures. Yes, yes, yes. The, my cabbages is Jackie Chan from Jackie Chan Adventures. Go goes deeper. You know they're doing the live action on Netflix for. For Avatar Last Airbender, they're going to yes, do like episode yes. by episode. Yep. He's reprising the role as the cabbage merchant. And so I, we're, I think that's amazing. Oh, the fact that, like, oh, dude. I feel like he was always just one of those characters, like those background characters that was mm-hmm. just like, you know, he he made that episode like pretty funny. He's oh, like, yeah. It was know, the running moment. joke. It, it just happened all the time. And I love that you <laughs> my watched cabbages, my cabbages. And you watched, you watched Legends of Korra, right? No, I watched like a couple pieces here and there, but. 
Dude, the, he the, seemed way too OP in my opinion. The My Cabbage Merchant guy, that he he was not in Legends of Korra, mm. but there was like supermarkets in the background that the logo was a cabbage. So like the My Cabbage Merchant guy grew his business into like Whole Foods, Walmart. You know what's the crazy part? Someone really had to be like behind the scenes as they were making this and be like, yeah, what if this became a thing? And it was like, right. it's probably like an office joke or whatever. You also add the cabbage guy. Just add the cabbage guy. Yeah. This man got a brand now. Like this man, like it is. It wow. is the um, basically the Avatar Last Airbender equivalent of SpongeBob. My leg, my legs. Yeah, it, like I those those little like, little running bits. I absolutely love. But you know, let, let's get back to what we're here to talk about today. <laughs> we we can talk about uh, cartoon tropes and co- uh, and cabbages another day. But so in the '90s and just like all of the Marvel animation just is mm. phenomenal. So like I have, to, I have to get my little notes out here because I'm I can't read because I'm getting old. <laughs> but you know, so I was thinking about this, and you know, I was kind of unintentionally comparing Marvel animation to DC animation at the time. And like you think about like back when we were kids, mm. we had that the 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 '90s Spider-Man show where you know it, it kind of ended but didn't really end, but it was like had a really good storyline. Yep, you know, you know what I'm talking yep. about. But it had Hydro Man for a little bit, and then. He abducted Mary Jane Watson yep. and she was actually made of water and it was like, is she alive? Is she dead? And Spider-Man goes into the multiverse with Madam Web and like it never really ended. It just never seemed, every time you put on Spider-Man, it seemed like it was never ending. Like, yep. it went from one place to another place and it kind of just picked up and it kept going, kept going, kept going. But it had like that good cliffhanger effect where it wasn't like you felt like the story wasn't done. It felt like, oh, I need to watch the next episode. And then they just didn't, do it like their ending. I believe their ending was um, the multiverse, like Beyonder type of like Secret War stuff, where hmm. uh, it was like all the Spider Men from the different universes came yep. together, and one of the Spider Men had no powers and it was supposed to be like the Spider Man from the comics, but like it was the actor who played Spider Man, and it was Stan Lee who had hmm. created them. So like he. Like the Spider Man from the cartoon went to that universe to actually see Stanley to then like web Stanley through the streets. Yes, I, I remember yeah. that very um end part. I don't remember anything leading up to that. I remember it was just like in the Universal War, but that was it. But like they I don't I, I don't remember them finishing the Mary Jane Watson storyline. Like I don't remember her ever coming back after she turned into water and Peter's like, Mary Jane. And it's like, I'm gonna find you. And then I don't think he ever really did. Crazy part is like he definitely had to drink water like throughout the day. So like maybe he just drank getting it. little parts of MJ all, all day. I like you know, carries her with her always. She's always with you, man. And if he wants to get whatever, just goes to the bathroom. All right. Just yeah. or just party hard. But like, you know, so we had that show. We also had the Incredible Hulk at that time, which yep. like was a good show, but was very it was, slow. It, was, it wasn't one of those shows I watched. It, it was it wasn't it was there were certain episodes that were captivating, but I wouldn't say the whole show itself was captivating. Like Spider Man, that was a great show. And I would say the same thing with Iron Man. Iron Man was another show that had like that great cartoon and it had some really cool um, episodes where, you know, Hawkeye was in it. Um, War Machine was in it. And Iron Man had like his little team. It was almost like Iron Man and then the Amazing Friends, kind of like Spider-Man, the Amazing Friends with mm-hmm. like Firestar and um, Iceman. But it was Iron Man and like his little ragtag group of B team members. And that's why like, I remember like when they came out with the Iron Man movie back, like was it 2007, 2008? And like, oh, yeah, no one knows who Iron Man is. Yeah. And I'm like, um, we grew up on cartoons of him on Disney and Toon Disney and Disney Channel and Disney XD. Like, and then Fox and all that. Like, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> whoever, whoever I had remember, it. I uh, remember, I didn't watch the show, but I mm-hmm. remember Iron Man 
like I said, from coloring books. Like I did, yep. didn't have cable like that, or I didn't watch it <clears throat> when it was on. I was probably watching something else, or my mom was watching something else. But I always remember, like you know, it was like Captain America. You know, Iron Man was always a good mm-hmm. one. I watched the Spider Man here and there. Um, Hulk was on, but it wasn't really one of those things. Mm-hmm. More of a, you know, he had a he had books here and there that I would read. But I liked how they each had their own type of media. Mm-hmm. Like you could discover different, you know, Marvel characters, mm-hmm. and it, you could be like, hey, it's a coloring book. Oh, this one's a you know a poster. This one's there. But I think it was pretty accessible. You just had to find the. Mm-hmm. You just had to find it. That's the only thing. Yeah, yeah. And let's say if you knew where to look, you could get it. If you didn't know where to look, they were kind of obscure characters. Like, I mean, Marvel Comics has always been big in the community. Yep. But I feel like you know how Marvel is now. Like Marvel is mainstream. Marvel was not mainstream. And I feel like DC back in the day was more mainstream. I think if anything, Batman. I think if anything, back in the day it was X Men. I think X Men was the most. Yeah, mainstream compared to Marvel now, like it's a flip flop. I I can see that. Like, I mean, I feel like the reason, only reason X Men is because like that '90s cartoon was just, it, dude, just the, the, the the guitar solo, like, dude, that was phenomenal. But <laughs> like, I was so I was looking at these shows and I was thinking about the just like the overall evolution of the Marvel cartoons. Like mm. back in the day, they were pretty serious. Yeah, like, if you think of, like the storylines from the X, the '90s X Men, like, I think we uh, I was talking, I think was, yeah, we were talking about this uh, about the kids WB, when, and they're in that episode, like how like there was that show, but I latched on to X Men Evolution because it just like had a it was more of lighthearted stuff. Yep. And at that age, like that was what I got. Like in the '90s, I was not looking for like you know that dark tonality, like you know no, no, no. Charles Xavier to go down and find his son, like no. But we had like that the darker qualities, and then I feel like over the years we've become very um, campy and childish. Like remember yep. Superhero Squad. Uh, it was like 2010, 2011. We were in high school. Like it was, it was Car- Cartoon Network, like early morning. Nah, and funny. you know the um, like little like Fisher Price characters. Yep, yep. Like the little like, the chunky guys. Yeah, that's what all their character models look like. Like actually, here, let me see. Like, if I like can, almost like a Slam City type like, of. Uh, you got to see this. Design. Like, like this is what it looked like. It was terrible. But so I'm thinking about like that show, and how like DC has also done like the same thing of going. Yeah, see, like they're they're, they're very they're oh, childish. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. But yes. like how like DC also was like very dark back in the day. Like think about like the original Batman the animated mm-hmm. series, and then you know going into Justice League, Justice League Unlimited. Then we got Batman Brave and the Bold, yep. which I feel was a, a leap for them into like the obscure. Where it was like, oh, we're gonna go back to like that really campy, like almost Adam West esque Batman days. Yep. But just have fun with it, and they did. But then I also feel like while DC did the campier shows. They also introduced like the DCAU with the movies. Yeah. And they're like, okay, so we have this stuff for the kids that's like very childish. Like, you know, we we had the original Teen Titans and they did Teen Titans Go. And Teen Titans Go, while being very, you know, goofy and it's you know, non-episodic, Luster. it has really good Easter eggs. I think it is. It's one of those Easter egg things where, you know, you can have your kid watch it with them and be like, oh, you know, they're referencing this or referencing mm-hmm. that. But my, I think my concern was, you know, they eventually just gave up. It seemed like they gave up on, like, you know, all those stories that were making it really great. For the original Teen Titans? Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I would love for them to, like, bring it back. I agree. Which is one thing I love that they have Young Justice, and Young Justice is actually doing well on which HBO Max, Warner, Discovery Plus, whatever it is. I don't know what it owns anymore. 
I got to look at my subscriptions because I just I'm literally just going to buy whatever has Young Justice on it because I love that show so much. My only concern is I think the ship has already sailed for that. Like I agree, they, they're, they're they've doing. Re- they've rebooted it so many times. They've teased it so many times. Even well, they, 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 they keep doing the 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 time jump, which is like yep. an interesting concept because then you're like, oh, what happened? And you find out over like the episodes. But their their storytelling for the first season was very quick. Like, yep. There's a lot in there. There's a lot of character building. Season two, same thing. Season yeah. three. It was. I felt like it was very slow, and this last season, it was almost like small series of like vignettes, like three episodes on Artemis, three episodes on Zatanna, three episodes on Calderon, and then eventually all those stories converge. But when you had twenty four episodes that are eight different three episode arcs, mm-hmm. and then you're finally getting to the end of the season, the last two episodes like bring all eight storylines together. Yep. That that's hard to keep track of because like if you think like on a weekly basis, you've now gone twenty four weeks. You add in a Christmas break, you add in a break mm-hmm. here or there. Like we're talking like you know over thirty some odd <laughs> weeks. You've now told a story, and you're expecting your your audience to remember all the different storylines. Like I mean, I'm I have a pretty good brain for cartoons, but like you know I know I'm not the average viewer. Like I know like that that's that's not who I am. Yeah, and the fact that I think now I think the best part is now you can binge it. Mm-hmm. Whereas back in the day, you had to, mm-hmm. unless you had a DVR, which, you know, TiVo, well, TiVo was the first, you know, real DVR, really. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, you had the VHS, because tape, you know, we won't get into that part, mm-hmm. but that was all process. Mm-hmm. You had to dedicate time to watch this. And if your parents were like, hey, I'm not watching this, mm-hmm. you weren't watching it. Like, it. there wasn't, oh, not every household had multiple TVs you can go and mm-hmm. watch stuff. It was, there was one TV, one cable box. Let's hope you can watch it. If not, you know, you're going to have to find out somehow through a friend. Mm-hmm. And I think that's how, like, the stories kind of went back in the day. Did you, um, so you, you had TiVo growing up? No. no. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> we, so that, we, that was so, too rich for my blood. Yeah, we, we, we got it somehow. I don't know how we got it, but they had this really weird setting where you could go, like, to the, the, the on-demand section, basically. Yep. And there was just a section that said, like, subliminal commercials. Wait, 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 wait. There was, there was a, a part on TiVo for On Demand yeah. that said subliminal commercial. Yeah, so it was like, it was, because you could, you, know, you, you could, <laughs> in TiVo, you, you could pause and rewind and stuff. Yep. They also had a feature where you could slow down, like do slow-mo. So what it would do is, I think it was Sprite Zero, it was, it was some kind of soda. I want to say it was Sprite Zero back in the day when they were like really trying to get that going. And it was all these Sprite Zero commercials where you would play, it was like two seconds of this rapid fire, like screenshots of stuff. I think it might have been Sprite Remix, actually. I, I, it was something. I remember it was some soda, but basically what you had to do is you had to load up the commercial and then put it in like slow mo and it would like just like flash images like drink Sprite, drink Sprite. Here's a lemur holding Sprite, drink Sprite. And it really made, remember the um, Puppy Monkey Baby Mountain Dew Super Bowl yes, commercial? The fact that it I was like, that. it was that, but like slowed down. Before Puppy Monkey Baby was a thing. I, I think we're just ahead of our time now. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I love it, how it, 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 was, it was like two seconds you said and you had to slow it down. Oh yeah, you had, you had to slow it down. You put it in the slow-mo and do it. Also, this is this is us talking about superheroes, by the way. <laughs> oh yeah, we are. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll get there. But dude, it is just crazy, like the stuff that we used to do. And like I don't see subliminal messaging anymore with stuff like being used like as a as a gimmick. No, they're very blatant too. I think like, mm-hmm. you know, you know, let's just jump right into Marvel, you know, like mm-hmm. with uh 
was the end game. They definitely had a bunch of sponsors in there. You know, Tony mm-hmm. Stark, you know, drove what is uh, the Naughty. Yep. I think they, they, oh, they've had a lot of Audis. Like, if you look yeah. at even um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., like, I want to say almost every vehicle was an Audi. Yeah. And then there were some movies where it was, uh, you know, they've had Lexus here and there. They've had, like, where it wasn't, like, you know, the Avengers series, but mm-hmm. it was another series or whatever. Um, like the product placement is getting like almost CW level evil. Like, you know, the CW shows yeah, it's like, yeah. Oh, here's me on my Microsoft surface. And they do like the big pan around, like how the keyboard works and they like do like the flip. And I'm like, Hmm. Okay. So we definitely know that they gave them some money and like, you're right. Like they're, they're now doing that very blatantly in movies too. Yeah. You'll see Spider-Man, you know, I'm pretty sure if you go in Spider-Man, you'll see them using, you know the Sony, the Sony cameras and stuff like that. Oh yeah. Oh, dude, especially the Andrew Garfield movies. Like that, oh, that yeah. whole that whole Andrew Garfield Amazing Spider-Man series was just a Sony commercial. Like it was, it's all it was. Hold on a second. Yeah. Put that right there. Yeah. But no. So like, um, it, it was just crazy. But I'm thinking about like all these different cartoons, and you know which which superheroes had the most cartoons? Oh. I want to say, if I had to take a guess, Marvel, right? Or we Marvel. Marvel. Honestly, I'd, I'd be willing I'd to say put, Spider-Man, maybe? Oh, hands down, hands down. I, like, wrote them down. This is the only ones I could find. We had the 1984 Spider-Man, yep. which is, like, the... We also had Spider-Man and the Amazing Friends, yes. which came from that. I love that. That was... That was, that was, it, was, it, was it was good. It was good. We had the Spider-Man from 94 to 97, which is the one yep. with Mary Jane turning into water. And, yep. you know, Spider-Man just drinking up that Mary Jane. Drip, drip. And then we had uh, Spider-Man Unlimited. Remember, we had like the weird cape thing. Yeah, yeah. There was that one. There was the then actually it was, had a little hiatus. They just reran episodes yep. for like the longest time from 1999 to 2012. We had no new Spider-Man material, and that was because guess what show they were pushing at the time? Superhero Squad. Completely tonal. They're trying to tonal shift the entire thing. So then we ended up getting. Uh, Ultimate Spider-Man with uh, Drake Bell. I, I heard that one was pretty good. I was also I, on it. I love that show. I heard it's different than what you were used to, but yep. and it's a it, new. It Spider-Man. was it was a really good um, introduction for like Spider-Man for like the kids, and yep. also the same way like Superhero Squad and like Teen Titans Go have a lot of those little Easter eggs. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man broke the fourth wall, yes. very much like Deadpool does. And they're able to introduce like a lot of like little Easter eggs in the show. It was like it was a good introduction for Nova, for White Tiger, Iron Fist, Power Man. Hmm. You got to meet like the Trapster, uh, the Wizard. Like there's so many like either like obscure superheroes or B-list villains <laughs> that were like just introduced. Like that. That's how I actually like really learned about Batroc the Leaper. Like Batroc the Leaper was in Captain America: Winter Soldier at like the beginning on the boat. Remember the guy, like, uh, George St. Pierre played him? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, yes. and they're, like, now, fighting. Now, he's leaping around. Then he was in Falcon Winter Soldier. That's but, who like, he was. Yeah. The, I thought the, they just had George St. Pierre. Yeah, no. <laughs> I was just like, yo, why is George St. Pierre <laughs> he, a, a he, bad he, guy He's coming in for a fight. He's coming to fight. He wanted to see if he could go toe-to-toe with Captain America. But, oh. yeah, that, like, they, they did a really good job with that, and the storylines were actually really good, and they dove deep into, like, obscure comic lines whether it was like the web warriors or like you know mm-hmm. um venom and carnage and like all like i thought we were gonna get null i thought we were gonna get it but we didn't but they did a really good job with that show but then they i feel like they thought it was going for a um it was just a little too old because spider-man was like out of high school and wasn't mm-hmm. really a kid anymore 
and they really wanted to appeal to that younger demographic, so they killed that. Um, I mean, they let it end nicely, but they killed it. And they went to this Spider-Man. It was just called Spider-Man. And it had a, almost a... Um, it was a, I, I would call it a rougher animation. It wasn't as fluid. It almost kind of looked to me, in my opinion, it looked like cut out pieces of paper. Like paper Spider-Man? Yeah, like let me see if I can get an image for you because it, it's it's not not like South Park, but it it was I don't know it, was, it just it wasn't the same. Like compared to Ultimate Spider Man, I felt like the animation took a step backwards. Mm. Like yeah, you see like that. It just it it's not. Yeah, it, it looks yeah. Like they, some, they did like, like the, the instead of doing thing. like the the black lines around like for animation, it was like the color like the outline colors were like just like a colored. Uh, like shade darker than like whatever the fill was. Yeah, and I I realize like, I'm I'm really picky with my animation, and <laughs> that is the one thing I did not like. Versus you know the Ultimate Spider-Man, Ultimate Spider-Man, of which was just dude. Like look at the shading, look at the shading. The shading was phenomenal, and I want to make sure that's not play a video because I should not be playing on the computer while we're talking. But <laughs> 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 but yeah, like I like. I thought Ultimate Spider-Man had amazing storylines and great animation. I will say the Spider-Man show that came after that, I couldn't get into it. And then I finally got into it. Mm. And holy crap, the storylines in that Spider-Man show, phenomenal. Hobgoblin, Jackal, they actually sh- they actually did um, Superior Spider-Man with like really? Doc Ock becoming Spider-Man. And it wasn't just like a one episode thing. It was like a whole episode arc of like, Peter Parker becoming this little like Octobot drone and Octavius being Spider-Man and being a dick and realizing that <laughs> people did not like him because he was Otto. People didn't like him because he's a dick. Cause like he was Spider-Man. He, he was Peter Parker being a dick and people like Peter, you're being a dick. And he goes, Oh, well, I'm Peter Parker. Everybody likes me. I'm Peter Parker. And they're like, entitled, nah, dude, huh? you're, you're different. <laughs> Yeah, no, they, they just they did a really good job with it, and that ran for like three three to four years, and now we're we're getting freshman year in a couple of years, which is supposed to be based off of Tom Holland's Spider Man, which I'm pretty excited about. I think everyone's looking forward to that. You know, the, those college years are definitely going to be. Uh, I I thought it was freshman high school. It's supposed to be prequel. It shows the early years of Spider Man. Oh, are they doing the? Doing the freshman when he was in high school, I thought. See, I thought it was freshman year in high school. I feel like they, they've been so ambiguous about it because, like, yeah. I've heard a lot of people talk about um, <laughs> assuming it's college. I've heard a lot of people talk about it being in high school. That all, if you look up Spider-Man freshman year, it just says the early years of of Spider-Man. Yeah, and shows him in the original like um, hooded suit that he had when Tony finds him. Mm. So it's like before he has you know the the Tony Stark suits. Okay, so, so I would assume it's it's the high school years, yeah. but I mean, it's also now saying it takes place in an alternate universe. So, I mean, your guess is as good as mine. I feel like Marvel's yeah. just going to keep kind of changing subtle details until they come out with it and they have to pick something. Yeah, they're, they're, we're going to challenge it, and mm-hmm. if enough people challenge it, like, you know, people did with Sonic, you know. Yeah, oh my god, They'll change it, but if not, you know, at the end of the day, it's Marvel. People are going to, it hits. Yeah. People are going to go watch it. They're going to mm-hmm. see it. And then at the very end of it, they'll give their opinion. Mm-hmm. But like also, like you know, we were talking about the um the tonal differences between like you know cartoons back in the day, cartoons now. Mm-hmm. How DC like they've gone from like you know Batman, Justice League, Ev- Superman Adventures to having like DC superhero girls and like yeah. having like almost like DC Powerpuff Girls. 
yeah. but they also had that DCAU. I am hoping between like Marvel Zombies and like the What If that they keep those series going. So not only do we get to see like you know the bright cheery animation of freshman year, yep. assuming that's gonna be bright and cheery because it's Spider Man, but also get those darker and almost darker, older storylines. Yeah, because yeah, it's like I, I I would love some like the more I don't want to say adult storylines, but like it, the deeper storylines from like the comics that like are not just like have to be solved in thirty minutes and yeah. have a moral lesson. Like I I want like because there's so much more that you can do in animation. Than you can do in live action. Like it just it's like, and that's you know that that's one of the things that I am I'm worried about with like going back to what we're talking about at the beginning of the episode, Avatar: The Last Airbender. I'm so worried that they're going to screw it up. Like I know they're going episode by episode and taking the time, but there are things that you can do in animation that you cannot do in live action. Agreed, and I think the the best part about this is if they do go a darker tone. How dark are they going to go? Like you know, Disney. We, I think we've seen it with you know Doctor Strange and the mm-hmm. multiverse of Ma- or multiverse of madness. Mm-hmm. It went pretty dark for yeah what I was expecting. So mm-hmm. if they can, t- and what if was pretty dark at, at one point too, dude. The, the whole so, Doctor Strange. All they they. I feel like they use just Doctor Strange to be dark. Yeah, and I agree, but I think the crazy part is like it's mm-hmm. Disney. Like we mm-hmm. growing up, Disney wasn't dark, and now that it has so many things under its branch. Which is okay. So we, we had kind of mentioned this, and like you're right, like Disney, like you think about Disney, and like you think Snow White, Cinderella, yeah. The Jungle Book is probably like the, one of the darkest stories that they had at yeah. the time. But they have really, I want to say, upped their game, but they, they've gotten more of a serious tone. And I feel like Disney is, while still being that family entertainment, is also saying like, hey, we also have all these other properties that we want to use, and like. You know, because our our audiences that we had in the '80s and '90s have grown up and still want to stay with us, but we can't just keep doing, you know, you know, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Like we have to grow up. They diversified. That's what they did. Exactly. And then, like, and I think they've done a really good like setting the tone that, like, hey, we're going to create these properties. You can feel free to watch them with your family, but note that you are going to have to decide as the like head of your household, as the parent, mm-hmm. what is appropriate for your child. We are not your parents. We are not the rulers of what goes on in your house. And I think especially with, you know, how big social media has gotten and the mm-hmm. fact like, you know, I work in a middle school and all my kids tell me they have TikToks. And it's like, you know what? You know what the minimum age for TikTok is? 13. 13 and they're 11. So it's like, they're like, oh, I'm 13 on TikTok. I'm like, dude, you're, but dude, I could tell you I'm 25 and I'm 29. I'm going to lie about my age. It doesn't matter. Like you can say whatever you want. So, like, the people that are in the house controlling the media have to be the ones to control the media. And it can't be on Disney because, like, there was so much backlash when they got Deadpool. And it's like, okay, that's why they put it on Hulu first. They didn't even put it on Disney Plus. Yeah, it was on Hulu. And now they put it on Disney Plus, and then people had issues with it. So they have the the age restrictions and the passcodes now that they put in there. Like, Disney is taking all the steps, but they own these properties. And Disney as a company, and this is where, you know, I'm like, consumerism. Uh, like they they have the right to do whatever they want with their properties. If they want to kill it, kill it. If they want to put it on their streaming service, put it on their streaming service. It is their responsibility and it's it's their right as owners of that property. And I think what you said is exactly what it is. The parents need to be the people who decide what is tolerated and what's not. There was huge backlash <clears throat> when the defender all the defenders came over yeah. from Netflix over. It was dark. They were like, first of all, you know, if you've seen Daredevil. Mm-hmm. The first season was not that dark. The second season was oh my dark, god, dude. 
There was a couple things I turned my head to because it was like, okay, yeah. I wasn't expecting that. Dude, the, the now whole, that it's on um, Disney Plus, it's crazy. That whole episode where Punisher is in prison with Wilson Fisk. Yes. That that whole that scene, that scene, everybody's in clean white jumpsuits until they're not. I think another scene in that part, which I was really surprised, or that may surprise people, is like, you know, when he's uh t- or was it the Punisher is like tied up and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he's being tortured. Yeah. And I, I thought that was one of the scenes I had to turn my head. Yeah. Like, that's a lot right but, now. And you know, this, this is the things I love. Like I know that was that wasn't Marvel Studios or was whatever yeah. Marvel TV, like whatever subsidiary it was at the time. But that's what happened in the comics. Though yep. those were the storylines, and it's like you know, I, I get you want to create content that everybody can enjoy, but you also can't sacrifice, yep. you know, the creative process exactly. And like yeah. you can't just like you know change the story because you want to I mean I guess they can because they own it but <laughs> like you can't just yeah. change the story because you know you want to make it brighter and cheerier if it detracts from who the character is yeah and I think that's a very a very interesting thing that you know it's you can pick a side and people are gonna you know debate it till the crows come you know come home it's just the, one of those ca- things the crows you know, or the cows dude cows crows dogs <laughs> cats I don't know but I think, you know, either way, you know, I'm always with the mindset of, you know, keep it true to the the character, you know, making original characters and, you know, ha- pushing whatever agenda they want there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's almost somewhere, I guess, nowadays you, we have like, there's a huge outrage about, you know, Ariel being black and stuff like that. And, you know, I'm not going to get into that here. It's definitely not the place to get into it and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um. I've heard both sides both make great points. Dude, I, I spent a lot of time with somebody a couple weeks ago that is very anti all that. I understand their precedent. They, yeah. they, they come from, um, like, you know, Wales and Europe where yeah, yeah, Hans Christian yeah. Anderson was writing all these these stories. And it's like this. And, like, I get it. Like, I get it. It's, it's a thing. But, yeah, we're not going to get into that. But, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, like, like I said, we, we've heard both sides and we yes. can go into it for hours and hours. I just want a good story. I, I just need a good story and that it's their property. They can do what they want mm-hmm. with it. And I think what Marvel's doing is they're making, you know, they're re- they are reamping some characters here mm-hmm. and there, but at the end of the day, they're trying to stay. Mm-hmm. They're taking all the materials they've get, were given and keeping it as true as possible as they can by adding up. But they're also adding a couple things here and there and stuff like that. Um, but overall, I think you know, ever since they started, you know, this whole mm-hmm. this whole adventure, you know. 20, 20 something years ago. Cinematic universe, dude. It is. It's been, it's been a dude, good ride. Be, uh, the 2007 was, I think, was the first movie. Yeah, we're, we're closing in on 20 years soon. It wasn't 2002, was it? No. 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 Mar- uh, Iron Man. First Iron Man came out oh, in yeah, 2007. 2007. I think that was, uh, wasn't that Ang Lee's Hulk? Or was that 2006? Oh, I, I, all I know is when Hulk came out, like, all of them were scrapped because they were awful. It was like, awful. And well, then it was recasted. And well, no, because there's the Ang Lee Hulk, which is the one where he fights his father, and his father's like the absorbing monster that turns into a big electric thing and then fuses with the grate or something. I don't know. It was it was very weird. But then <laughs> there was the it was abomination. There's the next one. That was the one that had abomination in it. Yeah. That was and that was the MCU version. Yeah, which had Edward Norton and like you know I I've talked about Edward Norton on this podcast already. I think that he's an asshole. Um, I think he's a phenomenal actor. And I just think that, you know, from, I, I don't know the guy person, so I just probably should call him an asshole. But I, I think that, you know, from what I've heard in interviews and the way I've watched him conduct himself in interviews, I think he comes across as very arrogant and pretentious, which is a perfect Bruce Banner. That is a phenomenal Bruce Banner. 
Yeah. That is who he is. And I I think we're starting to see Mark Ruffalo kind of display more of that where he's like, uh, I'm a genius. I know more than you type of thing. Yeah. Especially with uh, his fusion of the Hulk for Professor Hulk because he's like, I got this all figured out. I'm so great. And then I I know you haven't watched Shield because I don't want to ruin too much of it. Not yet, no. But um, like when she they do the whole like training montage, and this is in the trailer, so like you, you've seen this. Oh yeah. Like um, so they do the whole training montage, and this is a spoiler alert. If you, I would skip like two minutes, but uh, they do the whole training montage, and Hulk like Mark Ruffalo is like, oh, you have to do this. This is how you control this and that. We have to do like these like you know meditations, and she's like, okay, I got this. Jennifer Walters is like masters it which I know a lot of people had a problem with that because they're like, she should have struggled with her powers like how the Hulk did. There's, there's no reason why Jennifer Walters should be able to control her powers that well. Except that's what happened in the comics. Jennifer Walters like yeah. pretty much had a really good control. It was only when Jack of Hearts yep. like recently had like, you know, he affected her gamma radiation and basically that turned her savage. It was yep. like when it was overwhelming. But one of the reasons why Mark, or not Mark Ruffalo, I call him Mark Ruffalo, Bruce Banner, I see, I just love Mark Ruffalo so much. <laughs> Mark, uh, damn it, did it again. Bruce Banner had such an issue with the Hulk is because before the gamma radiation, Bruce Banner suffered from multi-personality disorder. Yes. Like that was, that was the issue, which like people often forget. And I'm hoping that, you know, Marvel is going to, like Marvel Studios, MCU, Disney is going to like start introducing that we are going to see maybe a Joe fix it. Mm. We are going to see, you know, the Savage Hulk. We might see, you know, Worldbreaker Hulk, which I feel like that's what we're getting to, and I cannot wait. <laughs> I want to see Scar. I want to see a bomb. I want to see a bomb. I want to see Rick Jones. I want to see Doc Samson. Like, I want a Hulk family. I want Red Hulk. I want Red She Hulk. I want yep. Bet- Betty Ross to come back. Like, we, like, these are characters that they had built up so well. Like, Ty Burrell, who was from Modern mm-hmm. Family, Phil, he was Doc Samson. Back yep. in the Avengers, or not the Avengers movie, um, the Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah. And he, like, could you imagine what would his career be if the Incredible Hulk was a good movie? They built up that character. He becomes big buff Doc Samson green hair. I think and w- then didn't do Modern Family. I think because if because it, it, oh. here, here's the thing, if my, my thought process is like Modern Family, I don't think was out by the time that movie was out. Mm. I think this movie predates Modern Family, and if Incredible Hulk was a profitable movie that got a sequel, that is a character that they would have to bring back because that is such a big character for that for that storyline. And I feel like if he was in an Incredible Hulk two as Doc Sampson, mm. it wouldn't have made him available to be Phil Dumphy. Oh, it it is good. It's a good what if though. It's a good what if because you know Modern Marvel. Family- that's an episode for you. Modern Family has been a staple in people's, you know, families' lives mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do see where you're coming from. Like, I think it would have been great for the MCU as that little, you know, hey, you know, this is happening and stuff like that. Because there's times where, you know, Hulk just appears and it's just for plot purposes. Mm-hmm. But it would have been nice to know, like, hey, you know, he has his whole family mm-hmm. he's working on and stuff like that. He's almost like the Bat, Bat Batman or the Bat family, basically, which mm-hmm. would have been nice, you know. Mm-hmm. Hey, we had a question about this or whatever, you know, and then they're calling like, hey, you know, Bruce isn't here right now, but uh, one of us can mm-hmm. help you out by helping you by doing this. But we can mm-hmm. do that. I think that would have been would have supplemented the MCU, but I don't think it would have. Um... Yeah, actually, it's good. It's good. I think it would have. I would have. It would have supplemented. It would have added a lot to it, and it would have 
added some like depth and some feel to it. <laughs> feel. Uh, yeah, um, but I think either way it would have been either way it's a hit. Yeah, and that's like I'm just thinking, you know, there there's so many characters in that Hulk family. And I, I'm I'm really trying to think. And I don't think any of them really have any like anger issues like Hulk level. Like, yes, Abomination yeah. is a jerk, but he's a villain. He's supposed to be. Red Hulk, also a jerk, but he's also Thunderbolt Ross. Yeah. Like they're, like they're like Shield doesn't have issues. A bomb doesn't have issues. Scar is just you know savage because Scar is a warrior from a, another planet. Yeah. Like it, it, there have been such good storylines if they were able to pursue it. And I'm hoping that you know it looks like we're getting some stuff with Universal in Disney. It it just needs to happen at this point. It needs it needs to happen. Like I will. I'm, I'm gonna start just like picketing for this. Like I need this to happen. Right, right. My letters to Disney. <laughs> Hey, what's the worst they can say? No? Yeah, that's the worst they can say. Yeah, if they don't reply, it's always a maybe. But you know what? Like, I will say, like they've done a really good job just subtly introducing characters. Like, you know, mm-hmm. they, they had the Abomination Wong fight in Shang Chi, mm-hmm. and then Abomination is now in She Hulk. Yep. And, you know, they, they've just, I feel like they've been, been like slowly like weaving in characters. Um, there's a certain allusions to a boss that. Um, I don't know if you've seen any of the many things from She-Hulk. Nope, nope. Okay. There, there, there's it's just, on, it's there's, on my uh, watch okay, list. There, there's certain allusions to a boss that, you know, they've now teasing and saying are going to be in other movies. And I'm like, okay, this is really cool, but it's not confirmed that he's in She-Hulk, but we know he's going to be in other properties. And I'm like, oh. It, Sounds good. I, I can't wait. And then, you know, we got, we just have other properties coming out soon too. So it's like, it's interesting to see what they're going to do. Like, you know, we just got Werewolf by Night or Werewolf yep. by Minute. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna find night. We got um, <laughs> Thunderbolts coming out. Secret Invasion. They announced that the D twenty three. Yeah, D twenty three. Kevin yep. Feige announced that the Avengers are disassembled, so now the Thunderbolts are taking over. Um, which is a yeah. lot to yeah process right there, which but explains plot armor mm-hmm. about all that stuff. But speaking of the Avengers disassembling, I have a little game for you. I thought you might like. Oh, I was just gonna say because you made me think of one of my favorite shows, by the way, which is Avengers: Earth's Mightiest Heroes. Actually, you know what? Let's touch base on that, and then we'll because yeah, yeah, we'll come back into it. I I literally have like two more cartoons I wanted to mention. It was like that one, mm. which I like. I remember it first came out, and the, the whole beginning was a storyline about the Hulk breaking out of the of the cube, the prison, mm-hmm. and then they all got like you know. Captain America, Hawkeye, Thor, they all had like gamma radiation and became a Hulk for a little bit and I, had to I realize like, yeah, it was just so good. And that story, that show had like just such good, like non the characters you don't think about that were introduced. Mm-hmm. And then they ended up scrapping it when like uh, the event, like MCU Avengers, like were a big thing. Mm-hmm. And then they started the cartoon Avengers Assembled. I haven't seen that one yet. That shows. I, I thought it was pretty good. Um, this, the the theme song was definitely not as good as <laughs> Avengers <laughs> Avengers Earth Mighty Heroes. That that probably had one of the best cartoon theme songs, other than I would say the X Men '90s X Men. Actually, no, no, I'm I'm gonna I would put them on almost on the same same level. Same level. Same level. Yeah, it was really good. That 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 theme song was a banger. And, and the X Men one was amazing. 
Yeah, it was. But like that was thing, dude, we went from 90s to, God, what year did that, that show come out? Avengers, Earthman Heroes, 2010. Yeah. 2010 was when that show came out. And it was just, the world's about to change. Dude, it was like very much like, you know, just like that nine, like late thousands, kind of like grunge uh, rock. Yeah, where everyone thought the world was going to end. Yep. And stuff like yep. that. It was just so good. But yeah, no, I, I loved that show. Then we had Avengers Assembled, which ran for so many years. And they actually did like long story arcs, which was very cool mm. to happen. But like, I feel like they did that show because, you know, uh, Avengers came out in 2012. That then Avengers Assemble came out in 2013 as a cartoon, which kind of like paralleled whatever characters were in the movies mm. they had in the cartoons. Which I feel like was Disney's way of making sure that the kids could remember who these superheroes were and had an introduction and like knew of the superheroes when they were introduced in the movies. So when they grew up, they had an understanding of who they were. Yeah. My only my only qualm was, you know, they they ran, they did a lot of really good seasons, some like really obscure comic runs too. But like Tony getting lost in like uh, like not not the negative zone, but like his his consciousness was lost like in this technological space that had to be then like recovered. It was very interesting. Mm. Uh, but then they they switched up their animation style because I think they had to do budget cuts, and then the show ran for another season and got canceled because it sucked. It was awful. <laughs> he said it. Sucked. It was awful. They, like I, listen, I I love Black Panther, but like when Black Panther came out, you know. I feel like all the kids love Black Panther because you you finally had representation of a black superhero mm-hmm. at a like a multi million if not billion dollar level. Yeah, and Disney went money and said, "Okay, no more Avengers Assembled. It's now Avengers Assembled: uh, King Quest of Wakanda." Black oh, Panther, yeah. and they changed everything. The entire the animation style changed. It all focused on Black Panther, which is like I'm fine with the focus on Black Panther. Mm-hmm. But the animation shifted and the quality of the story shifted. And every single episode took place in Wakanda. You gotta, you gotta sell it, man. Dude, I, I know they were trying to sell it. Like, that itself should have been a separate cartoon. That, yeah, that should have been its own cartoon because I feel like they just tried to ride the high that they had Avengers Assembled or they were trying to save Avengers Assembled by using the high of Black Panther, which I feel all it did was honestly it dishonored both properties because you you didn't give the Avengers mm. their space and you really just tried to use the name Black Panther and it 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 was awful and I watched like three episodes of it turned it off I went back and watched the rest of it and the only thing that was cool was that they introduced a comic accurate White Wolf instead of having Bucky Barnes be the White Wolf mm. that was it that that was one thing but um yeah because i don't think there's a there's an avenger shows in the 1999 that was like west coast avengers like all like b characters wonder man vision scarlet witch <clears throat> yeah i was it, reading about that actually it it was, it was good it was months but, ago? yeah but it was it was good it wasn't great like i i watched a couple episodes on disney plus i'm like ah, i see we only got 13 episodes i see why you know we remember spider-man x-men iron man hulk not the avengers cartoon nope but okay what, what's this what's this game that you have because I'm, I'm excited about this all right so we all know the Avengers. Now we're back in modern day right now. Okay. So um, what I thought would be great is, you know, piggybacking off what you just said is, you know, growing up, we didn't really know the Avengers. Okay. Like it wasn't, it was known, but it wasn't like, you know, as big as Spider-Man, like it wasn't as big as other comics and 
for other characters that we saw on TV. Okay. Nowadays, it's a household name. The Avengers are a household name. Mm-hmm. With the Avengers now being assembled, according to Kevin Feige and stuff like that, and now the Thunderbolts are taking over. I love how you say it, like, according to Kevin Feige, but, you know, I, I still I still feel like the jury's out on that one. <laughs> it's, it's, it's just like how I feel, you know, people can say the something. Man, the man runs the MCU. I know Kevin Feige says they're disassembled, but I, I think they're still fighting crime out there. Yo, they're, they're, they're doing something, you know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah, Cap, uh, Captain America, Sam Wilson helping a woman cross the street. I'm an Avenger. Just an Avenger doing his job, helping you cross the street now. Yeah, he's going to have an iPad. Like, All right, now there's a t- uh, I need you to just sign the iPad, you know, 15, 10% or 20%. Yeah. Is there one for none? It's how, no, he, the, it's the, how he got his Wilderness Explorer badge. The nice. Wilderness must be explored. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, it doesn't pay well. If you have seen the, was it the Winter Soldier? It yep. definitely doesn't pay well. Dude, there, there are so many illusions in like the recent recent TV shows and movies about like, well, how much does does the Avengers pay? Like, you know, what what's what's their what's their what's their health insurance? What's their pension plan? Terrible. And it's like oh, there, there isn't one. I mean, like Tony Stark footed the bill for everything. Now the man's gone. So I guess that's why they're disassembled. I guess until another billion dollar man comes along. Maybe if Disney buys uh DC, they can throw Batman in the Avengers. <laughs> you know what's funny? It's like, yo, technically, I guess you could say Black Panther could foot the bill for a little bit. And he's like, nah. 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 About a dip. So, okay, yeah, we, well, have, we have our Avengers mm-hmm. team, which is, you know, Iron Man, Captain America, Hulk, Hawkeye, and Thor. Okay. You would agree with, like, those are the main five? Yeah, I mean, I, I would throw Black Widow in there, too. Well, yeah, Black Widow, but I feel like she's like, you know, if you paired against any one of these, she's going to, like, not fair as... I mean, I feel like she kick Hawkeye's ass, but well, well, yeah, Hawkeye. But I feel like he's gonna be the first one to go. But okay, I feel like okay, Black Widow versus Hawkeye. I feel like in a hand to hand combat, Black Widow hands down. You give Hawkeye time to prepare. I feel like Hawkeye would lay some traps, but I feel like if you also give Hawkeye time to prepare, Black Widow's gonna prepare, and I feel like she's gonna be like figuring out. Okay, so uh, Clint's gonna be ordering McDonald's right about now. Let's slip the cyanide pill in there. That's true. Well, cyanide and the salt. I love how you said that Black Widow is actually my first one. So how this game is okay. going to work okay. is you need to, you don't have to. You can replace your Avengers team with any of these names I'm giving you. Okay. Okay. So at the very end, though, anyone who did not choose yep. will be fighting your Avengers. Oh, God. So these are going to be the ones on your team. You're Nick Fury, man. Uh, I'm Nick Fury. Okay. You're Nick Fury. Let me get, um, like, I mean, White Fury. Yeah, I gotta, I'm going to write some of these down because I'm going to forget because my memory is crap because I'm getting old. So, the first one, obviously, we're going to throw in was Black Widow. Okay. You staying? <laughs> um, okay, so I, I have Iron Man, Captain America, Hawkeye, Thor, and Hulk. Hulk. Correct. You know what? I would get rid of, I would get rid of Clint and put in, uh, put in Black Widow there. Black Widow? I get rid of Hawkeye. As much as I love him, I get rid of him. Man's a survivalist, right. but I feel like I, I'm going to need those. And then in the 21st century, I'm going to need those, those tech hacking skills. And I feel like she does that a little more. Seeing how you know, I mean, at least in the MCU right now, um, Hawkeye's hacker is his wife. Yeah. And I mean, she, she was a shielded and she's Mockbird. Like she, yeah, she, yeah. she was a legit lit person. It's not like, hey, sweetie, um, can you, uh, can you turn off the router and turn it back on again? <laughs> like, this man, and, yeah. he, and he's deaf too, so I think that's also. Oh like, yeah, dude, that was such a such an amazing inclusion. Yeah, to start talking about that, and the fact um, that like you know, I think a, a good choice on your part is you know, when Hawkeye 
tried to, you know, jump from the cliff for the soul stone and stuff like that. He could even do that. Like she had total control over him. I mean, I feel like it was like a back and forth, but oh yeah, he he definitely got outmaneuvered. And I think, and I don't think there's any way he outmaneuvers her in that situation. And I, I think that the other thing, like you know, that's you know has to be considered is Hawkeye. Hawkeye's just a normal dude that's a phenomenal... I mean, yeah, he's peak, peak athleticism. Yep. Maybe not Jeremy Renner at his age now, but he's peak athleticism. And he, like, he is, like, he's just a normal dude. He is a guy with a stick. Yeah. Black Widow, she's not a normal person. No. She was experimented on. She was tested on. Like, they did some shit to her. Like, they, they gave her some stuff. Like, yeah, mental. they they brainwashed her. And yep. it's funny because, like, and like, if you really think, like, we're going to go deep on this for a second. When you start thinking about, like, the mental limits on what your body can do, you think about, like, the women who, like, the adrenaline starts pumping, they can lift the boss. That's kind of, like, what Black Widow, in my, my opinion, is, like, her, those, those limitations, that, like, that second-guessing of yourself, that your body can't do it, that has been lifted off of her because she's been brainwashed to believe that, oh, shoot, I can do whatever the hell I want. I'm Black Widow. And she was one of... Like, yeah, it's fine. Just ignore the dog. <laughs> She might, my, my dog might be barking on, on the podcast, but who cares? And, you know, overall, she was able to break out of that. Yes. That's what made her, you know, the Black mm-hmm. Widow. She was yep. able to get out of it. So, we had a Black Widow to there. Yep. Okay. Next, Spider-Man. Ooh. Keeping him? Or are you fighting him? I'm going to say I'm going to fight him. I'm not going to keep him because, you know, mm. uh, so here's the thing. Yes, Tom Holland, great Spider-Man. Not fully comic accurate. Spider Man does not play well with others. Agreed. Agreed. So it's like that was like one of the big things. Is like Spider Man. Spider Man joined the Avengers in the comics, and it was like, peace. I I don't like any of you. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he 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 doesn't play well with others. He may play well with Black Cat, but that's for other reasons. That's because you know Peter Parker like Black Cat. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, I, I was that was one of my favorite parts of the comics. Though was when he like Spider Man is getting it on with uh, Black Cat. Yep. And then, like, Black Cat is, like, this, like, like I'd say, like, mid, like, maybe late 20s, early 30s. Mm-hmm. And then you got, like, 17-year-old Peter Parker, like, sup? <laughs> and she's, hey. like, you're just a child? He goes, yeah. And she goes, nope. Nope. <laughs> and he goes, I may be a cat burglar, but now I'm getting arrested for other reasons. <laughs> yeah, and I, I love the video games, how they portrayed it, too. Just oh, it's so good. Great. So good. Well, that's, I mean, also, I mean, Peter Parker in the video games, luckily, is, is an adult. <laughs> yeah. Agreed. Definitely. <laughs> Insomniac had to do something with that. Yeah, you, you got to fix a couple things here and there. Yeah. All right. Okay. Let's yep. jump right into the next one. Doctor Strange. Ooh. Okay. So I have Iron Man. I have Captain America. Yes, sir. I have Black Widow, Hawkeye, Thor, and Hulk. Yeah. I I would get rid of Black Widow for Doctor Strange. Yeah, I, I, I know. I feel like I'm thinking back to like you know Jonathan Hickman's like run of the comics where like you know they kicked Captain America out of the Illuminati, mm-hmm. and they like so Doctor Strange like literally like wiped wiped his brain away. Says okay, all good now. Bye. You don't remember any of the past couple years, and then Captain America came back. Is like I remember everything and beat the crap out of Iron Man. Like yes. almost killed Iron Man. Almost like very much like Civil War. Yep. There's like, oh shoot, like, but like this was like times ten of that, like, because it wasn't with, with Bucky, it was solo, one on one, mano a mano. Yep. Captain America, 
Iron Man in a suit beat the crap out of him. Whew. All right. Well, okay. speaking of, uh, you know, wiping memories stuff like that, you know, mm-hmm. what is it? Uh, Multiverse of Madness. They ended up uh, getting rid of Doctor mm-hmm. Strange. So mm-hmm. let's throw in any member of the Fantastic Four. Oh, any member of the Fantastic Four. Human Torch, Richard Reed, the last um, thing. I wouldn't, like, Reed Richards being very smart, pretentious asshole. Um, you know what? I, I'll take him. I'll take Reed Richards, kick out Iron Man. I'm basically making my own little Illuminati over here. <laughs> <laughs> now, okay, a question, though, with the Hulk. Is, is the Hulk controlled, or is the Hulk a liability for me? Um, hmm. Let's have the Hulk be... Untamed. Unt- okay, so he, he's, he's kind of a loose he's, cannon. He's incredibly strong. But sometimes, sometimes he uh okay. if he sees a cat in a tree, he's gonna probably like punch the tree to get the cat out. <laughs> what is this? The incredible cronk from uh <laughs> from the was it the amazing league of super friends? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo, this this is incredibly just, strong. Did I just unlock a memory for you? Yeah, <laughs> that purple skin. You got the nacho chip stuck in the teeth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, he op he op as hell, but you know okay, he, yep. he sometimes falls under you know Hulk plot armor. Okay, okay. So he said, getting uh, adding Richard Reed, getting rid of Iron Man. Yep. Yep. So let's jump right on in Wolverine. Uh, let's see. So I got. So you have Captain America, yep. Hulk, yep. Thor, Doctor Strange, and Richard Reed. Okay, so the only person I would probably get rid of in order to get Wolverine would have to be Captain America. I'm trying to think about, you know, oh Hulk, Hulk, Wolverine have fought, and Hulk's literally ripped ripped Wolverine in two. I'm like, is that going to be a liability on the team? However, Wolverine just crawled and put himself back together. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know what? Here's the thing. Solely for the healing factor and the adamantium skeleton, mm. I would rather get rid of Captain America and keep Wolverine. Getting rid of uh, America's heart and soul, huh? I'm getting rid of America's ass. Damn, that's a, now I got Canada's that, ass instead. That's a good ass, man. <laughs> I got Canada's ass now. You know, America's little brother. All right, this is where we get a little. Uh, okay, we're gonna okay. get a little. I'm getting dicey. nervous because I know you asked me for some few, so I know I know at least one that's coming up, and I'm very afraid of it. Well, let's just jump right into one of them that you offered. Venom. Venom? Ooh. Okay, so we have Wolverine, Hulk, Thor, Doctor Strange, and... Richard Reed. Richard Reed. Now, I'm... I'm, I'm by, by the Venom. By the Venom? What by about, the Venom. What about Black Bolt? Black Bolt. Ooh. Here's the thing. If I'm going to be fighting Venom, I'm going to need Black Bolt on the team. Because, you know, just... You know... That sound. That's not well, dude. That's what I'm thinking. Like Hulk, even doing the Hulk claps, will be able to get rid of of Venom. Yeah. Okay. Um. So wait, you said Black Bolt. Black Bolt. Okay. Wait. So I would probably say I want to keep Doctor Strange. Mm-hmm. I want to keep Reed Richards because I need I need that brain. Mm-hmm. Um. Hulk. Thor. Last one's Wolverine, right? Yes. Yeah. Let's toss Wolverine. Too short for me. I need, I need them tall guys on my <laughs> team. I need that height factor. <laughs> he said, "Yo, you gotta be at least six one, six two. <laughs> exactly. All right, and Black Bolt is now added to your team. All right, 
These next ones, I think, are, are going to be a... Uh, might have to have a little discussion here and there with okay. yourself, but Scarlet Witch. Okay, so... So I'm thinking about what I want to get rid of Doctor Strange for that Scarlet Witch. And I'm thinking that that might be the move. Like Doctor Strange is good. Mm-hmm. However, Scarlet Witch is unchained. And I also feel like put a little dialogue in your ear. Yeah. yeah. You know, Doctor Strange, I feel like people really love him, especially when he had the time stone. Yeah. So is this Doctor Strange with time stone or without time stone? Oh. Uh... Make it harder. Just give them with time stones. These, 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 this is them at their peak. They, so, we're, so we're talking about MCU heroes. Peak, peak MCU. Okay, okay, okay. So I'm also thinking like comic run. If I'm you, if like, you, you want to throw in the comic too, let's throw that in too. Like, oh. Comic, you know, I know Scarlet Witch is pretty OP. Dude, no, Hot, more, no I, more mutants. I, I think she is the most OP other than like... Yeah, I, I listen. Like, it, here's the thing. I, I don't want two magic people on the team because I feel like I'm going to need the muscle. I'm going to need the brains. Like, the Bl- Black Bolt is just like, I feel like Black Bolt is just like, you know, he, he's my back pocket right there. Mm. And then Thor. That, that Thor, Thor, I feel like, you know, we haven't talked a lot about Thor in this whole thing right now. Mm. Thor's good. If this is like, you know, Thor current, like, like not MCU Thor, like but peak peak Thor. Peak Thor. Peak Thor. Ooh, that is that's a dangerous man. I feel like right now we're getting meme Thor, like you know, just typical, mm-hmm. you know, Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, Thor. seriously. Um, so we're talking about Scarlet Witch. Um, uh, Witch. Yeah, you know, I I'm for for peak Scarlet Witch. I will get rid of peak Doctor Strange. You know, we have have to have some kind of gender differences on the team. Can't just have like you know, you know. Meat party. That's true. Question is, will your uh, gender inclusion cost you your, your Avengers life? But we'll get into that. I mean, I I think, I, I think I, I think I, you chose the right one. I, that I, was definitely I, I, listen, because like, easy choice. I if I can just get Scarlet Witch and Black Bolt to hold hands. Oh yeah, and just go. No more enemies. Yes. <laughs> like, everyone else is dead. I don't even care if it kills the rest of my team. The two of them will be alive. <laughs> I don't live. <laughs> the chess match. Everything, no more. <laughs> no more. Okay, All what right. else you got for me? Black Panther. No, I'm good. You're good. All I'm right. good. Like I, I love Black Panther. I, I think that if you threw Black Panther out earlier, I mean, he, I would have, he would have been added to the team. But I mm. think, you know, his fighting skills are great. He is a great, like, you know, tactician. Mm-hmm. I, I think Reed Richards also is a great tactician. I think mm. Reed Richards, much like myself talking about fictional characters, is willing to make the sacrifice play. Mm. So like that whole, hey, Black Bolt, Scarlet Witch, just say no more. And it kills everybody. Like in order to, for the greater good, I, I feel like Reed Richards would make that call. I don't think that, <laughs> um, I don't think that peak Black Panther would. No. I don't think he would. All right. Professor X. I got Scarlet Witch. You do have the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, no. Sorry. Don't need him. Yeah, especially after she just snapped his neck in the movie. Oh, snapped, was, his, snapped his neck in his mind. His mind. His mind neck. Bro. Dude, how it's you... It's one of my favorite scenes just because it's so memeable. I, I also love the fact that the little, like, hut that she was hiding in inside of her brain. Yeah. Was the rum like the rubble mm-hmm. from uh, Wandavision mm-hmm. when there was the explosion? 
Yeah. That was such a cool connection. Like, I love that. That was great. I thought it was a really well done scene. It was phenomenal. Really it, was, it was amazing. That, that movie was, was very well done. I didn't like it at first, but it took me a couple of times here and there to watch it, to rewatch it, and but like, okay, it's a little bit better. Okay. Definitely is uh up there and stuff like that. Okay. All right. Well, they're not all heroes on this list, my friend. There's a couple oh. of people I threw in there, a little ha ha's, but I mean sure. if you have one guy, I know exactly who I'm taking if he's on this list if he's at peak strength. But okay. Uh, I'm, I'm, I want to hear you have first. Well, what do you feel about Kong Kong the Destroyer? King the Conqueror? King the Conqueror. Wow. King the Conqueror. I'm like, hey, 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 he destroys a lot. Of <laughs> what is this? Con Star Trek? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Spot. Um, oh, God. Um, Kang the Conqueror. Okay, we got, we have. Right now, you have Hulk, you have yeah. Thor, Scarlet Witch, Black Bolt, and Reed Richards. So, my only person I would actually consider getting rid of for Kang the Conqueror would actually be Thor. Because I'm thinking, like you know, Reed Richards. I like he, the man is a genius. The man's very arrogant, but I feel like he is going to be. He's my ace in the hole. Like, mm. brain, like, and from an intellect tactician perspective, he's it. However, so is Kang. Kang is very smart. Kang is a warlord. I, I don't know. Like this man could literally fail and come back and just do it again. I know. That's why, like you know, I feel like having him and having Reed Richards and Kang work together. If they mess up, they just do it again. And I think yeah. that's it. Yeah, I, I would say um let's let's get rid of Thor. Thor's mm-hmm. wicked strong. Thor's really good. However, I just remember some comic lines that I can use. So I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with Kang because I just remembered peak strength Hulk. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So last one. <clears throat> so right now, just to clarify, you have Hulk. Then you have Scarlet Witch, yep. Black Bolt, Reed Richards, yep. and Kang the Conqueror. Okay. Last one. Doctor Doom. Oh, God. You, you would bring him up. That was the one. That was the one. Okay. Uh, Doctor Doom. Peak, peak Doctor Doom. Peak Doctor Doom. Peak Doctor Doom. You know peak, what Peak Doctor Doom is? Oh, yes. With yes. Beyonder's powers. Yes. Oh, um, uh, bye-bye Kang. Uh, I don't know if it's bye-bye Kang, but uh, shoot. Uh, that, that's hard. That is hard. That is hard. Um. Oh shit, though I can't really have Reed Richards and Doctor Doom. That that would not work. That actually could that be a team that would work? I mean, he is taking care of Valeria right now. Ooh, why why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this to me? Why'd you do this to me? What you 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 purposely waited to put Doctor Doom at the end, didn't you? So I waited <laughs> for him to the very end because I I you know you know I love Doctor Doom. I. I I have loved Doctor Doom as a character. I just loved all the little Easter eggs that were in uh, mm. the movie so far. Mm-hmm. Like when I thought saw Multiverse of Madness, I thought of nothing of it. And then the fact that someone was like, "Yo, you know how Reed Richards appeared? That's Doctor Doom's teleporter." I was like, "No way!" So I, I had to go back and I was like, "Is that the thing?" Yo, this man had me down a rabbit hole, and I'm like, "Yep, that's got to be it." Dude, I, I have a couple like theories about so like you know they're like talking about not having John Krasinski play Reed Richards. Yeah. So my theory is what if because you know, I mean all the Spider Men look different from the different universes. You know, they everyone looked different. The only person that kind of looked the same was Doctor Strange. Everybody mm-hmm. else is different right now. What if stay with me here? John Krasinski is our universe's Doctor Doom. 
Hmm. Or, or mm-hmm. he is another universe's supreme. So like the evil, the yeah. evil uh, Reed Richards. That is good. That's, that is good. Or he's just our, our universe's Reed Richards too. What I've heard though is for who may, have you heard about who's possibly playing um, Dr. Doom? Yeah, I've seen it. And I'm like, okay. Superman? Yeah, I want him to be Hyperion. Henry, Ca- uh, like Henry Cavill? Henry Cavill? I, yeah, I, so I'd rather him be like Captain Britain or Hyperion. I feel like Hyperion would be too easy of a role for him to play because it's literally Marvel's Superman. I think he could... <sighs> I thought about it and I was like, that's great. And then second-guessing myself, I was like, yo, I'd rather have him play like the Green Goblin. I think he would be a good... No. I think he would be a great Green Goblin. I mean, I agree with you, but he his his stature is not the same stature for like Norman Osborn. I think you could probably do like a different Norman Osborn, you know, beef him up a little bit, you know. Actually, you know what? If you did like a really quick couple of scenes at the beginning with Norman Osborn and had him turn into the ultimate Green Goblin, like, you know, the big hulking guy yeah. with the horns that breathes fire that we got in uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. You could do that. Ooh. Okay, wait, but back, 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 back to the game, back to the game, back to the game. Um, Doctor Doom, dude, I I can't not have him on the team. I am. Oh shoot! So we have Reed Richards, we have Black Bolt, Kang, Kang the Conqueror, Hulk, Scarlet Witch, and Black Bolt. Shoot, dude, I stacked my team with like people that I'm very afraid of fighting. Um, okay, I'm going to say. I need the tactician who's also ruthless. I got Reed Richards. I'm going to get rid of him. No more Reed Richards. Mm. Dr. Doom and Kang the Conqueror. I'm not going to lie. That's a nasty team, though. Dude, that's the thing. Like, I, we, we, have, we have two powerhouses. Like This physical powerhouse is Black Bolt and Hulk. Yep. We have two people who are ridiculously powerful in regards to magic, Doctor Doom and and Scarlet Witch. Yep. Doctor Doom, or sorry, Scarlet Witch and Black Bolt could literally <coughs> kill everybody yep. just be, with saying a word. Mm. And then you have Kang who can just go and do it all over again. And then Doctor Doom with the Beyonder's powers. That that like Doctor Doom with Beyonder's power on his own right is just a devil to deal with. And okay. you feel confident that they would be able to take take out the team that you uh, got rid of? Yeah, I, I do. I, I really do. I think you made a great choice, by the way. Yeah, I, I think that... My list, my list was very similar. Yep. I think the only thing I chose was I got rid of Hulk. I believe I kept um, uh, Doctor Strange. I think that was the only one. Um. Black Bolt was questionable at the end, but then I was thinking, I was like, you know what? He could technically just amplify what he hears. And then I remember Scott Wedge saying, no more mutants. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, what if she just says no more everything? Just, you know. Or just no mic- more. Microphone. Yeah, just no more. Just microphone that to him. I was like, yeesh. Yeah. That's, so here's my thing. I'm thinking we're, we're going to channel all this stuff. Mm. So you got Scarlet Witch amplifying... Black Bolt's power, like yeah. using the scope of Black Bolt's voice to channel her magic, fueled by the Beyonder's powers through Doctor Doom. Yeah, that like, dude, that's just like that's terrible. But 
you know what? So this is why I, this is why I kept Hulk and got rid of Thor because like you know they always play Thor. And Thor is very strong, and Thor mm-hmm. Thor Unchained is ridiculous. Thor always is Maybe. kind of he he's always gauging his powers because he's a god. It's kind of like you know um, if I don't know if you've ever seen like Superman Unbound, where like he like Superman finally just lets go and like goes oh, yeah. in. Yeah, they they've done the same thing with Thor. However, something that I just remember about Hulk. You know, Hulk's like actually like. He he couldn't lift Mjolnir, but he could like move the planet around Mjolnir by like, yep. just completely screwing up the axis. In the new Hulk comic, Hulk was worthy. Yes, I did hear that he was able to pick up Mjolnir, and I was like, he no no not just pick up Mjolnir, use Mjolnir and have the power of Thor. I didn't get that far, dude. It like that. Wow, Hulk with the power of Thor, like <laughs> I can't. But it was funny because it, it was a fight between Hulk and Thor. And what happened is, so Odin was possessed by, or Odin died and was pos- uh, possessing Mjolnir and gave, um, and Thor and Hulk were mm. fighting. Thor ends up damaging the gamma reactor that's part of the Hulk, Hulk spaceship, mm-hmm. that Hulk's body is a spaceship. And he ends up becoming, like Thor becomes a Hulk and can't control the anger. Mm. And Odin is like, Oh shoot! Um, uh, Hulk might need help with this, mm. and he goes, and Odin makes Hulk worthy and gives Hulk the power of Thor, and now has deemed Hulk as a worthy, or technically Bruce Banner mm. as a worthy. Um, Similar to how Thor did with the ki- uh, kids. Yeah, yeah, and wow. so like you have <clears throat> a Hulkified Thor in a worthy to use Mjolnir Hulk. This going to blows and Hulk won. Hulk won. Hmm. I mean, it was the Hulk coming kind of had to win, but it was just like that. So I'm thinking, like, shoot, like, if we have this, if we go down to this, this fight, you got Thor and Hulk going toe to toe. I just see Hulk just like going, shh, shh, I am worthy. <laughs> like, <laughs> and just like cracking that like, crazy, the Hulk that. smile, like whipping the hammer and just hitting Thor. Like, oh, dude, I am, uh, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm afraid of that team. So, Can you imagine Hulk with Thor's hammer and as he's just destroying everyone around him, just give him the goats from Thor? No, dude, I, I just, hated the goats. I, I, I hated the goats too, but the goats as, were as awful. a funny factor, as a, if you just close your mind and picture it, Hulk just carnage in his way and you just hear some screaming goats running around in the battlefield. That, I think it's hilarious. Stupid, very stupid, but hilarious. Oh my gosh! Well, we need to start winding this up because this is going a little long today. We'll we'll save we'll save this or that for for the next episode, which you know, maybe we'll talk about. I don't know. We'll talk about something. Yeah, I, I think we definitely have a couple of yeah, maybe a couple in the pocket. We can talk about like you know Yu Gi Oh and you know if you have something you want us to talk about, leave it in the the comments below. Definitely. You know, hit us up on on Instagram, TikTok. You find us at Nostalgia Junkies Podcast. You know, um, we're on YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Anchor iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Amazon. Podcasts, Yo, you look shit, bro. Amazon Music. Yeah. Type in Nostalgia Junkies Podcast. If it's not the colors of like the retro jazz wave, it's that's not us, but we're retro jazz wave stuff. So I'm Alex. And I'm Joe. And this has been Nostalgia Junkies. That's all, folks. Thank you for listening to the Nostalgia Junkies podcast. Follow us on social media, subscribe to the podcast, and make sure to never miss an episode. Till the next episode.